the Hello Customer Podcast. Intimate business conversations with founders and executives from top brands, sharing how they deliver extraordinary customer experience. Hosted by the girl who gets it done, Esprit Devora. Each season, a different industry. Season one highlights fashion, Zappos, Levi's, Element, Osiris, Volcom, MeUndies, and more. Get ready for an epic audio journey. Hello, this is Esprit Devora with the Hello Customer Podcast, and I'm absolutely thrilled and grateful to have Element on the episode with us. My name is Johnny Shilareff, and I am the founder of Element. I am a skateboarder and an artist. Um, At least I think I'm an artist at times. I try to be creative, I suppose. Um, I grew up in the East Coast most of my life. My dad was in the military, so I lived all over the world. Um, Settled down eventually in California, Um, although I did start Element on the East Coast and uh, drove it out here to U-Haul many, many moons ago. And what does Element represent? I mean, it has such an it's a such an iconic brand that has had such a positive impact on the community, which is incredible. And not many brands can do that. So, what does it represent? Well, I mean, I think most people that start brands, the first thing is it's typically a reflection of themselves or someone they would like to be. I think um, so. It really represents, in a way, it's a it's. It started out, I guess, in a lot of ways of just being a, a symbol of, of what I thought at the time and even currently should be happening with brands and youth culture, which is more of a positive, positive messaging. Um, but at the same time, stealing, still being like rebellious youth and having fun. And I guess in a lot of ways, not necessarily lecturing, but more so saying like, Hey, this is who we are and we're not perfect. But we want to try to make the world a better place. So we, we, we really represent, I think, like positive, like a positive youth movement. Um, and skateboarding, just by coincidence in many ways, was what I gravitated to as a kid and became my vehicle to really express myself. And you call it elementality, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, elementality, which was, I don't even know how that all, all came about. It was so many years ago, but. Yeah, just a way of thinking. I mean, you just have to have an elementality, which is just a, a I, I think, in, it's just a way that people think, especially people that work here or are engaged with the business. But I think anyone can have an elementality, whether you're part of this, this company or not. Let's get into how do you spread the elementality beyond just your office? <laughs> uh-huh. Well, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a group effort. It has a lot to do with, I think, one... It, you got to love what you do. I mean, you really, it, most importantly, you have to love what you do. You have to love your, your job and you have to love, you know, when you go home and the person you're going home to or the people you're going home to or the people you're not going home to. Um, I think it starts with, with one, you've got to really put yourself in a position where you're feeling good about your surroundings. And then by doing that, I think that it gives you the sort of, power within to take that energy and, and sort of, I guess, spread it on to others. I mean, for me, my, my luck with business and in general has always just been wanting to help people. I mean, it's just always been the way that I've, I've functioned through life is as soon as I hear there's a problem, I just tend to want to fix it, whether it's through business, whether it's through people's personal issues or my own personal issues. 
my first thing in life is I'm always trying to fix everything. I just feel like the whole world needs to be constantly prepared. <laughs> and makes, no, it totally sense. makes sense. And one way that you've done that, that it's come to like a physical, a physical resource for people is your skate camps. Can you tell me more about your skate camps? Yeah. So I guess the, the first thing that, to kind of go back on the, you know, what element stands for, when I was a kid, I grew up mostly in urban environments. Um, I grew up uh, with a with a dysfunctional family, and you know the the, the streets became my escape. Um, and I mean that in a good way, like the streets for street skating, street art, you know, going to punk rock shows, hip hop shows. Like my friends, like I was just a kid hanging out in the cities all the time, engaged with the uh, I suppose urban lifestyle, if you will. But at the same time, I really had this juxtaposition vibe, which was I loved nature. I really loved the outdoors. I loved camping. I uh, swam in lakes often. I mean, being in New York and on the East Coast, that's not uncommon that you would spend part of your summer hanging out on lakes and cliff diving and rope swings and all that kind of stuff. And so with that, uh, Somehow, element was 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 created with this this kind of strange uh, balance between nature and the street. And I always say that you know skateboards are made from the forest. I mean, they are wood. They're living organisms that are chopped down and made into skateboards, which then roll through the cities. And it's like this uh, allegiance that I have, and I know Element as a brand or skateboarders have to the forest. So I always say, you know, from the forest to the streets, an allegiance to the trees. And so that kind of like segued over time to uh, wanting to create an environment for kids to be able to go to, along with employees and skaters, to where they could have that blended together, which definitely when it started, it was completely uncommon. I mean, basically a concrete skate park in the middle of the woods, like who's ever heard of that? I mean, you really never get the two of those things combined. Um, and that was sort of the vision of like, how can the, you experience both of these simultaneously? Um, and that was skate camp. I have this big smile on my face as you're talking, just thinking about the kind of magical world you created for so many people. <laughs> it was pretty wild. I mean, it was definitely... When I go there, um, and there's several camps now, when we do a lot of uh, activities that replicate the camp experience in the, you know, in the streets or at the demos and, you know, at skate shops or at our office. So now what's awesome is we're able to like bundle camp and we bring it everywhere we go, which is quite an amazing experience. And tell me more about your nonprofit. Well, so we have a, a nonprofit organization that uh, myself and two other individuals, um, Michael Kirshner and a guy by the name of Todd Larson, we started it many moons ago. So bad with time frames, but you know, well more than a decade ago. And the nonprofit it's called Elemental Awareness, and what we do is we essentially our mission is to reach out to youth and explore the natural world with them and give them an, an opportunity to learn about nature and about skateboarding. And we always, one of our things we throw around a lot is we say from kickflip to campfire. And basically it comes down to taking a kid who may live, let's just say in like Oakland, for example, and he's never seen the stars and he's never swam in a lake and he's never really been around nature and there's something extremely calming about nature that is very similar to the same type of calmness 
that skateboarding brings, although it, they're so different. I mean, skateboarding is very aggressive, but at the same time, you find that zen. And um, when you're in nature, you do find that zen also. And so the goal of the nonprofit is that you, you work with kids and you essentially share skateboarding and nature and the, and the, the, the parallels between the two. And um, it gives them an outlet and an opportunity to lead a, a more successful life as they, you know, as they grow. And we have a lot of different programs we do, and I could share that with you also. Yeah, definitely. I would love it. Oh, okay. So, uh, for example, we do uh, this skateboard contest series called Make Account, and the contest series travels throughout the, well, now the world. It's an international contest, but the contest series travels around the world, and we typically go to skateboard parks that are, let's just say, less fortunate and more in areas that need uh, assistance or they're not quite uh, as well financed as other skateboard parks. And we have these big skateboard contests there and all the kids, there's a food drive. So when they even right out the gate, there's a level of giving back involved because you can't even enter the contest unless you bring uh, canned food. And so they bring in the food and they, uh, and then at the contest itself, it's just a really great positive vibe. And the way we even judge the contest is less competitive and more about fun and there's lots of little like games and things going on throughout the contest itself but then the winners of these contests uh ultimately end up going to skateboard you know skate camp and then they compete against one another out at our camp in in the sequoia national forest and that becomes this really wild experience because typically um, if you've been to a skateboard competition you wouldn't normally see one in the woods and that's where the, they end up happening. So we're going into the city and we're creating this really wonderful experience for these kids that's true to skateboarding. And then it narrows down to the guys that try the hardest. And there's lots of different ways to win the competition, but they end up at skate camp. We also do a lot of things like paint a deck, get a deck, where we will go into schools or community centers and we bring in a bunch of boards and we, the kids get to paint on you, their skateboards or use skateboards. And then we give them a new skateboard and then we either showcase their boards in art shows or there's a lot of different ways we display them or they get to keep them. But really a creative process that the kids get to experience um, with doing art on skateboards. And typically we bring in professional skateboarders for these type of events and they get to interact and, and sort of understand the process of how skateboards made. And one that I'm, I'm actually most inspired by for whatever reason is that we do a lot of tours through our office. So depending on which um, school we're working with, or there's lots of different, uh, you know, boys and girls club, it can be that all the way to like after school programs. But typically the kids on these tours need, you know, help in life or uh, something's not quite right. And so right. these kids, these kids will come here um, usually in large groups and they get to tour around the office and meet everybody and skate our ramp and, and see how skateboards are made and get to understand, you know, what's going on behind the scenes, along with these very inspirational conversations with our staff. And at the end, I get to talk to them all. And really, it, it all ends up being like, hey, you can do this. You can, no matter what you want in life, you can have what you want. You can be a lawyer and work in skateboarding. You can be a lawyer and work in hip hop. You can be a rapper and be a lawyer. I mean, it's just really about just chasing your dreams and don't letting, not letting anyone intimidate you or hold you back, which is really the story of, of like how I grew up because I was constantly told and still am told that, you know, it's impossible. You can't do that. And it's too much or, you know, that's just sort of 
unfortunately, the world we live in. So I think it's really important if a kid's been getting beat over the head all day long throughout their lives, most kids, most adults, that everything's impossible, that they have these uh, moments of reality, in my opinion, that that everything is possible. And you know what's so cool is all those naysayers. Now you actually get to be, you have the opportunity to be an inspiration to them because they only, most of the time people only think that nothing's possible is because they haven't experienced it themselves. So being able to see what you, what you were able to do now they're able to say, Hmm, I wonder what I can do. (laughs) Yeah. A good quote is those who abandon their dreams discourage those who don't. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I, what I love about element, it's, it's not just a a fashion brand or a skate brand. What element is it's a mentorship. It's a connectivity to community. It's a, a way to give back and to like, think about the world as being bigger than just like your little life that we live, you yeah. know, yeah. It, it means so many things that are so positive. And I think it's a beautiful thing that you've uh, really spearheaded the mission. I mean, there was a time where you didn't know if element would make it tomorrow. And because you chose to believe in yourself, element has become what it is today. Yeah, for sure. Um, absolutely. And I think, you know, if we're talking about um, customer experience and, and things of that nature, what I've always found that, you know, this is no disrespect to other brands out there, but the first thing with a brand, in my opinion, is that you have to speak to your, you know, your audience. And when I had the opportunity to start a brand, my first thought was, I just don't understand. I mean, you have to understand that I was like a sponsored skateboarder. And back in the day, I, I got a lot of product and I was always around all this stuff. And maybe being a little too analytical or deep, but I'd always say to myself, what does this mean? Like, what, what is this? Like, what is this logo? Like, what does it even stand for? Who are these people? Like, why are they doing this? And it always, you know, I did a lot of reading as a kid. And, and so when I, when I thought about all that so often, I was like, if I ever did a company, you know, I, it would stand for something. Like, it would mean something. Like, why would you ever just put a logo on a piece of paper or on a t-shirt and like wander around a shopping mall with this weird giant piece of ink on a shirt that you don't even know what it means. And I've always been kind of baffled by that thought process. And it's no disrespect to, you know, the people that do it, but I just think it's like this thing, like what you wear and what you drive and what you eat and all that stuff is a statement. Like it, it really is. And how you can be a brand or an individual and just like buy something and then just put it on you or consume it without really knowing what it is, is just something to me that's always been random. And right. so Element is, is like, well, I have a chance to talk on, on shirts and talk on boards and be something. And why would I ever take that platform and not be positive and productive? And through that, over the years, I think it's like almost organically created an experience for, for our, our consumers that they're like, wow, this is deeper and heavier and better than what else is going on out there. I feel like I have a purpose with this brand. I'm part of it. And that's, again, where the skate camps come into play. Because what's happened now, because we've been around for so long, we're coming up on our 25-year anniversary. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, Is that we've gotten to a point where the kids that win these contests or the kids that are campers at our skate camps actually become counselors And then they start running some sort of program at the camp, let's say like a video program. We have a lot of different things, magazine making, art programs, and so on. And then these kids end up becoming counselors because they learn those crafts at the camp. 
And then we go up and they start mingling with us. And eventually we've got uh, many skateboarders, staff members, uh, employees, and even people that have gone out and started their own nonprofits and so on that all were born from essentially Elemental Awareness, our, our nonprofit that we started so long ago. And that's been really uh, an awesome thing to see. But it's happening mostly because if you're a kid and you want to be engaged with this brand, you already know you're getting in. It's like a bigger commitment. Definitely. And what's so exciting is that I'm sure for your internal team, it's not just as a consumer or as a kid getting involved, but also for your internal team working with Element, they have a purpose to align themselves with as well. That's right. Yeah. I mean, that's it's like this big full circle thing, because at the end of the day, I always say, you know, sometimes... (laughs) You know, as a, as a business, it cannot be the most kosher thing to throw out there. But I'm always like, you know, we're not even a company, guys. Like, we don't even sell product. Like, we're, we're spirit. Like, this is. Oh, I love that. uh, I'm like, we're not even a company. Like, to me, the name Element, I mean, it's very special, of course. And, but as I get older, the name means even less to me than the actual, the, the force, uh, that we are as a, as an organization, as a spirit. And so that's what's powerful. We're not selling product. We're selling, we're not selling anything really. It's an energy and the, and the, the product is just really a means to support the energy. So, yeah. And and that's kind of where, you know, we sit in these meetings and sometimes I'll just kind of like stop the madness and just be like, Hey, hold on a minute. Do you do realize that this is about skateboarding and energy and positive spirits and, being helping one another and and you know growing as a team and the money is all the money really is is just a means to not starve <laughs> that's really <laughs> that's what the money is right um and to buy a new skateboard and go out and have some fun but i think that you know in general business and life that that gets so lost in translation it's actually quite frustrating um to you know especially as i have kids and and get older and see the world evolve I think it's such a, a lost art form, which is, I always call it the, the human touch. You know, there's just the, the human touch is, is becoming, obs- it's just not, it's not there anymore. And, right. and, and I really want the world to get back to that. And I tend to ramble, but as I talk, I get deeper inside my own head. No, I, I think it's fantastic. I actually like you're, for me, you're so engaging and your story, it creates such an emotional connection with, uh, with, I'm sure outside of just me, so many of the people listening right now that I just, it's, it's really exciting just to hear you share your story rather yeah. than, you know, break in the middle of it. Um, right. what I love is that you've integrated customer experience into absolutely every aspect of element. Like, I mean, every aspect and, and it does make it more than just a a product that you buy. You're, you're a part of something bigger than yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just so cool. Yeah. Well, thank you. One of the, as far as like customer experience and I suppose a level of marketing is that I've always said, you know, everything that goes out this door, every thread, every label, every package, every piece of ink, everything must mean something. Like everything has a purpose and everything we do must have a purpose. And I mean, it's always a bold statement, but I'm like in the day that it, it doesn't, then I won't be here because that's the day that it, it's lost its soul. And to me, that's all this is all about is that everything must have a soul. And so when you, even when you're making that swing tag on a pair of jeans or 
you know, kids driving up to skate camp. I mean, everything about it is an experience, you know, from the music they listen to in the car to when you pull a t-shirt off the shelf, the tag that you just rip off your clothes to throw in the trash. Like, what does that tag actually say? Is there something on there? Like every point of contact with the product, like, are you talking to the kid in a positive manner? Are they getting deeper into their head and understanding the world you know, just, just, just the opportunity to read deeper into things and everything you touch and see, especially through consumption is just an, a major, a major opportunity to talk and speak and be heard and send messages. And that's always my, my thing with inside the brand is that every which way you spin it, it should be talking to you. Completely. I mean, one thing that is really inspiring is that you have made it to the top and to hear that your brand and that's what this podcast is about. Customer experience still has heart and thinks about every aspect of creating that emotional connection. And it comes from a really genuine place is yeah. so important because I think it's perceived it, that when a company is large or even to become a large company, it's a skill fast and just people are yeah. numbers and metrics and users, you know? Yeah. And it's yeah. about, no, it's about that human being and, and yeah. being a part of something that's really positive. Yeah, it's just engagement. I mean, again, it's back to just that I do this thing recently, especially just again, I'm, I, I, every, I'm just learning every day as I go. But I love just going into skate shops and people that actually provide a living for myself, my family, my employees. And I just walk in and it, typically it's unplanned and just say hi and thank you and have these deep conversations with these people. And and just that the the fact that that doesn't actually exist rarely in business anymore is just it's it's inconceivable to heartbreaking. me. Heartbreaking. Oh, it is heartbreaking, yeah. and it, and it, it just feels like, especially with technology today, like the amount of ways to reciprocate the gratitude to the the consumer and and the buyers and so on is insane. And and you'll walk in and you'll just be like, hey, if you guys like you don't even realize it. And like no one does it. No one talks to these people. No one has a conversation. No one mm -hmm. asks them about their kids or the local rippers. And I also do the same thing. I go to skateboard parks and just hang out. I mean I'm I'm a, a dusty, rusty old man now. But <laughs> I'll just kind of hang out and cruise around and talk to the kids. And my son gives me a great excuse to get out there more. And um, engaging with those those customers, um, it's just so underestimated. And also, just so as far as a businessman, it gives me my fuel. So for me, if I didn't do that, I wouldn't have that fuel every day to come back in here and remember why the hell I'm even doing all this. Definitely. Well, thank you for being a business and a businessman, seriously, genuinely, to look up to. I mean, I, I felt so inspired and relieved through the whole conversation because it's so good to know that there are business people in the world like you that really are are seeing things in the most simplest form of how can we, how can we care? How can we love people? How can we do more of that? Right. You know, right. just so simple. Just how can compassion. we, yeah. How can we have compassion? And I just, I don't think that gets enough, um, press, <laughs> right. you know, it doesn't make the, the, the rankings nightline news. People yeah. shared so much compassion today. <laughs> Instead of, you know, not to be disrespectful to the authors of all the books out there, but every businessman 
the the books that they need to be reading rather than like Built to Last and The Long Tail and all these really amazing business books is like they need to go out and read The Alchemist. Uh, oh and my! The Way of a Peaceful Warrior and totally. You know, Dan Millman. Are, yes, these yeah, are my oh, favorite books. These defined me. Yeah, The Way of a Peaceful Warrior. Like, that's the greatest business book of all time. Oh my gosh, it is. And Alchemist I read when I was 14 years old. And I remember if you believe in something with all your heart and soul and it's and there's good behind it, the whole world will conspire to make it a reality. That's exactly right. And and so like rather than all these businesses of how to get bigger, faster and speed to market, it's like read a book about how to be a better person and guarantee your business will grow. I love it. Yeah. And I think that that's perfect. Thank you so much, Johnny, for making the time. You're, you're, I, I'm, I'm grateful to have connected with you and you're absolutely wonderful. Thank hey, you. Hey, no problem. I appreciate it. It's always nice to spread, spread the word. This has been a Hello Customer production. Get immersed into the psychology of effective customer experience on our blog, mycustomer.com.